Welcome to Paranormal Things. I'm your host, Keith Frischkorn, and we're from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and we're going to find out what happened. A USO, UFO dives into a lake, generate an uh, explosion, but leaves uh, no debris, a close encounter. Uh, without any further ado, here it is. For Swedish farmer Knut Lindback, Lake Kjölmjör is key to his way of life. He drinks from it, eats from it, and uses it for daily travel. Klaus. Knut had a very Vanderland. small farm, very near the shore of Lake Kjölmjör. They raised their own meat and they grow their own vegetables. They were very much living from that. Boy Bjorn is ready to help with the daily chores. This was the very first year after the war. People were trying to get back to normality. I went to Luleå in the very north of Sweden to interview Knut Lindbeck to listen to him tell me about the story. World War II may be over. Swedes are still very wary of any loud explosions overhead. In 1946, Klaus the Soviet Union is, is into the world domination. They're attempting to take over many of the countries in Europe. Sweden is worried about what the Soviet Union is going to do. Knut's farm is less than 500 kilometers from the Russian border. An airstrike is always a possibility. Sweden has always been a little aware of, of Russia because of the threat from, from the east, and Swedes were very much aware of what was flying in the skies. When I interviewed Knut, he told me that he heard a tremendous, strange noise from the heavens. He was looking up at that noise and trying to find out what was coming. Knut Lindbeck's first thought was that it was a great storm. But it doesn't look like any storm cloud. So the windows rattling. He looked up into the sky and saw an elongated rocket-like object with two fins pointing out from the sides. Sweden still remember the war and uh, the V-bombs that Nazi Germany sent over Sweden. But those rockets were aimed at major cities. Kjolmjar is in the middle of nowhere. It was flying straight into the lake.
Er du okay? Ja. Sweden. Knut suspects they've been hit with a V1 bomb. Knut Lindbeck, as many other tweets, knew about the V-bombs from the war. The V-1 was kind of an airplane with a big rocket pod on the top. And it would fly more or less straight level. It's sort of what we would call a cruise missile today. But according to Knut, the object didn't look like a V-1. Knut Lindbeck described to me a very strange formation, really. It was not as you would expect. Pointed nose. It was a stubbed nose on this object. Knut decides to row out to the point of impact. Almost investigated. Knut told me that he was really startled about this, but he was also like curious. He wanted to know what had crashed into the lake. Given the massive collision, Knut expects to find the waters littered with pieces from the shattered object. When V-bombs crashed in Sweden. There were 2,000, 3,000 kilos of debris to be found. But there was nothing of that sort. Not a scrap of metal. Nothing. Since Lake Kjomjarv is only two meters deep, Knut checks to see if he can feel any debris below the water. If you're looking at the bottom of the lake, and you see something fall out of the lake, and it's heavy enough and it's traveling deep enough, it may bury itself in the silt at the bottom of the lake. So you would probe around with an oar, as Knut Lindbeck did. Left no, no debris, no, no trace that it dove into the water. Still no trace of the wreckage. Nothing has recovered from that, so we don't know what fell into that lake. The mystery extends beyond Lake Yomjarv. The crash on July 19th was one of four crashes within five hours. Without exception, all of them land in remote lakes. And that's very strange because Sweden is, as many other countries are, not only lakes, you know. Some of them should have crashed on land. To me, this is an enigma. This is a puzzle. It doesn't fit with rockets. It doesn't fit with really anything that we could suggest today. The day after the object crashed. The first military was sent to the lake. They searched the lake for two weeks and they found nothing. The Swedish military sends a team of soldiers and engineers to scour Lake Kjomjarv with electrical probes, mining equipment, metal detectors, UFO and Geiger counters. They collect 35,000 samples, but all are identified as local materials. No as many as 30 similar crashes are recorded across Sweden in the summer of 1946. In all cases, no debris is ever recovered. Because they leave no trace behind and are never identified, the Swedish military classify these mysterious objects as ghost rockets. A special ghost rocket committee is set up to study them more closely. While the committee determines that some of these sightings are in fact meteors, others like the sighting at Lake Kjolmjarv, remain 
unexplained. One mystery. There you have it. The UFO goes into a lake and leaves no debris. And the show is called Close Encounters. Until we meet again, sleep tight.